Hello, and welcome to Fanby Daily for Wednesday, August 5th, 2020. I am your host, editor-at-large for Fanbyte.com, John Warren, and I'm here to guide you through the day's headlines and games and entertainment in less than 10 minutes. We've no time to spare. This afternoon brought the very interesting news that Microsoft is cutting off its testing of Project xCloud on Apple devices early, like today early, after announcing yesterday it would be launching the service on Android devices on September 15th. Microsoft had been previewing a limited feature version of the xCloud service on iOS and Android up to this point, with Android set to continue until September 11th, at which time the service would take a break to get ready for major operations a few days later. The Apple version of the full xCloud service may uh, may not come to fruition at all, it sounds like. It appears Microsoft is running into the same vague Apple policies that are keeping Google from running Stadia streaming through the iPhone maker's devices. The Verge is quick to point out that Valve's Steam Link also took a full year for approval that simply stem, uh, streams games from a user's physical PC to their mobile devices. Apple's strict limits on uh, remote desktop clients and rules about in-app purchases are likely interfering with Microsoft's plans right now, and there's no clear sign about when they'll subside. Speaking of Microsoft, rumors have been swirling for weeks that Xbox Live Gold, the paid service that allows Xbox users to play online, could be going away, with the news that Halo Infinite will feature completely free multiplayer, as well as revelations about how Xbox Game Pass Ultimate will expand to include xCloud capabilities soon. In addition, language and recent changes to Microsoft service agreements shift from, quote, Xbox Live to, quote, Xbox Online Service. Microsoft told Windows Central, quote, the update to Xbox Online Service in the Microsoft Services Agreement refers to the underlying Xbox service that includes uh, features like cross-saves and friend requests. This language update is intended to distinguish that underlying service and the paid Xbox Live Gold subscription. There are no changes being made to the experience of the service or Xbox Live Gold." End quote. So there you go. A uh, rumor pe- appears to be untrue. That doesn't mean it won't change in the future, but for now, Xbox Live Gold lives. Pikmin 3 is one of the Wii U's best games, and now it's coming to Nintendo Switch on October 30th as Pikmin 3 Deluxe. The updated port will include all the DLC from Pikmin 3, new difficulty modes, side stories featuring Olimar and Louie, and more. We haven't seen a new mainline Pikmin game since 3 came out in 2013, and the 3DS spinoff Hey Pikmin didn't exactly set the world on fire. It seems like sales of Pikmin 3 Deluxe might inform whether or not we get a full-fledged follow-up on Switch in the future. This would also appear to be one of the two major Wii U games we were promised we would uh, get a port of for Switch this year. We're still waiting for that other shoe to drop, which is rumored to be Super Mario 3D World. A strange side effect of this announcement is the removal of the original Pikmin 3 from the Wii U eShop. You cannot buy a digital copy of that game anymore. As you recall, uh, or if you recall, (laughs) Nintendo did something similar with Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze when it was announced for Switch. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate released a surprise update today, fixing some aspects of online play and adding a smaller version of its Battlefield stage to the game. How is it different from the regular Battlefield stage? It's missing the top platform. That's it. Thanks, Nintendo. Uh, One last note uh, about Nintendo stuff. Uh, Heidi Kemps wrote a piece for us over at fanbyte.com today, rounding up the weirdest things she found in the Giggle League we've been talking about for a few weeks. It's a great piece to check out some of the sights and sounds of prototypes and cutting room floor content from some of your favorite Super Nintendo games. 
Tyler Ninja Blevins might have had a nice cash payout from Mixer when he jumped ship from Twitch, but now he's back on the streaming service that made him famous. When Microsoft suddenly announced the death of Mixer last month, folks understandably speculated where Ninja would end up after losing his new exclusive home. Ninja's stint at Twitch this time around may not be permanent either, as he didn't enter the service again with much company-endorsed enthusiasm. He's not even a Twitch partner at the moment, but still enjoys large amounts of concurrent users and still calls for donations from his fans. Blizzard's J. Allen Brack mentioned BlizzCon will be officially moving to a digital-only event in early 2021 on an earnings call to shareholders earlier this week. If BlizzCon had continued as usual this year, we'd be creeping up on it for an early November showcase, where we'd likely see updates on Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4. Now that the event has been moved to next year, we'll have to wait to see what Blizzard will save for that event and what they might pepper into other events. The company showed off an update of mobile game Diablo Immortal this past week at China Joy. Overwatch 2 is rumored is a rumored game to get the spotlight treatment at an upcoming PlayStation 5 event. We have not heard much about Diablo 4 yet, and we still actually don't know when World of Warcraft Shadowlands expansion is officially launching, which is pretty wild. Speaking of Blizzard, hot off the heels of, Bloomberg of a Bloomberg report of company employees compiling a comprehensive spreadsheet of employee salaries, another report surfaced indicating Blizzard employees will soon make official demands to the company to respond to what appeared to be completely substandard compensation levels for an office in Irvine, California. Some employees are making less than $40,000 a year in the Orange County City, which is roughly half the median income in the county. Employee compensation did not come up during the J. J. Allen Brack financial call. Finally, Capcom held a stream showcase uh, showcasing future updates for uh, Street Fighter V and laid out the roadmap for what to expect in the game's final Season 5 expansion. This winter, uh, we will be getting Dan Hibiki as a playable character. Dan's design began as a humorous parody of SNK re uh, characters Rio and Robert Garcia, but has since become a beloved character in his own right. He'll come with four costumes and a new stage. All other characters will also be getting new costumes, as well as a new battle mechanic introduced to the game and general balance tweaks. Next spring, another fan favorite, Rose, will be joining the fight, along with five costumes and a stage. Next summer, we're getting two characters. One is the bizarre Oro, who made his debut in Street Fighter 3 as an immortal hermit with an unorthodox style. The other is Akira Kazama, who is a, a character from one of Capcom's other fighting franchises, Rival Schools. She's also getting her own stage. Next fall, we'll see the final character in Street Fighter 5 introduced, who will remain a mystery for the time being. That will come with general costume updates, a balanced tweak, and a new stage. After that, I would start prepping for Street Fighter 6, which is expected to come out sometime after Season 5 of Street Fighter 5 comes to a close. That is it for Fanbyte Daily today. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, have you listened to our other podcasts? They're very good. You can see all of them over at fanbyte.com slash podcasts. Tell your friends. Have a good one, and we will see you tomorrow.